right, everybody, it's the ID84 Show live here on Facebook Live. And if you listen to recorded on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, and all that good stuff, episode 141, live from quarantine for week 16 or so at this point. It could be forever at this point. I just got used to it. Um, as always, to my left is Adam DeMallet. And also Thank to you. my lower left, we have Ryan Glover. And Ryan, would you like to introduce a guest tonight? Definitely, with over a year in adult, petite stunner Alex Cole has made an indelible mark on the industry with her all-natural beauty, captivating green eyes, jet black hair, and incredible scenes that have left her fans breathless. Her obsession with sex and being good at it when she was younger by reading books, magazines, dirty comics, and hentai has paid off. And she's live from- That's an intro. That's great intro. How are you going to beat that? Live from Las Vegas, right? Is that what you are right now? Las Vegas, Nevada? And yeah, I'm in Vegas. That was great. Thank you for the intro. I'll try to live up to it. <laughs> Done enough already. <laughs> there you go. I think you're doing some yoga moves there. We're just getting kind of into the into the zone. Uh, right? I'm just stretching. There you go. You should always yeah. stretch before you do anything. That's what I always say. How oh, is yeah, it? you should always stretch. Yeah. How is it out there in Las? Vegas? Yeah. How is it out there in Las Vegas? About a thousand degrees in July. It's pretty fucking hot, man. It's my least favorite time of year. They say it's a dry heat, though, right? You know, that's what they always yeah, say. It's it a dry is. heat. I, I, yeah. No, I would I would definitely take being here now over being in Florida right now. Because, like, well, a, a few Nobody reasons. Wants it, it Nobody wants to be in Florida. No one wants to be in Florida for other reasons as well. Uh, the we humidity. Have... I die. It makes me all oily, and I break out, and I hate it. I just am miserable the entire time I'm humid in humid areas. So I need the dryness. Just melt like a candle. Yeah, right? yeah pretty much. Like one of our uh, listeners right now watching, Brian, who is uh, went to UNLV. He uh, spent a lot of time in Las Vegas. He's living in SoCal, SoCal right now, but a uh, big fan of the show, so he can relate to your Las Vegas uh, worlds, if you will. You know how things go down there in Sin City. Um, yeah. Are you? Uh, do you listen to? Um, do, do, do you watch the Morning Blend at all? I think it's on Fox out there or something. That's one. That's like it's a morning show on. Um, Sean Tempesta is the host and he's also on the magic station 94.5 I believe on middays and the only reason I bring him up is because he's the former Rivera High School alumni with me we both graduated high school the same year and uh, that's what I know if everyone knows as, as well as we do out here in Massachusetts how famous he possibly is in Vegas I just need to know some accreditation for this one I'm, I'm useless for this I don't watch a whole lot of things or listen to a whole lot of things like yep. I'm mostly like in my own Space in my own head, and I don't have like cable or anything. I think his demographic is middle-aged housewives who are home all day, so I don't think you quite fit that oh, yeah. that bracket. Yeah. So I don't think you'd be too upset. I think if you were home with like yeah, you know five kids and stuff, and you weren't listening to magic, I think you'd probably be a little upset for that one. But uh, out of curiosity, okay. <laughs> you made it. You passed the test. You know, it's not like he's not like a oh, hip. Okay. It's not like he's not like a Spice Channel or anything of that nature, or hip hop, R and B hits and stuff like that. <laughs> So, I listen to all kinds of stuff. I listen to all kinds of stuff. I just don't, I don't know. Lately, I've been more of a, a Pandora person than a radio person. I hate to say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think that's the way everyone's going these days. I don't think people listen too much of Ava, Terrestrial Radio, only for the fact that you. Pandora? I don't know anybody listens. You know, you Spotify? I feel like Pandora is like, I don't know like, anybody uses Pandora in like a long time. I, I like the variety. I like the variety on Pandora. I feel like it suggests more things I've never heard before, um, which okay. I super like. Because Spotify, I, I did Spotify, but I just was listening to the same songs over and over, like, and I yeah. wasn't, like, growing. So I, I, I'm enjoying Pandora, where it's, like, 
giving me new stuff. You I know? Get you. Yeah, like Spotify is like what you Spotify is like what you want. Like Pandora is more like, hey, open the box. It's more what like, you need, yeah. right? It's what you want. <laughs> if I were like need. DJing a party or something, I would want Spotify. But if I'm like in my car driving to and from uh, yeah. shoots, then I want Pandora so that it's always fresh. Me and Adam, listen, we That's listen perfect. to a lot of James Taylor uh, on uh, <laughs> on Pandora all day long at the office we work at. It seems to be the number one hit. And uh, I bet if you ask us, we could name every James Taylor song uh, he ever uh, performed. So, uh, we, we, so, but, but we do understand that yeah, the Pandora does go over and over again with the same songs. Because we probably hear, what, the same James Taylor song at least twice Dude. a day, right? On a given day. I am getting very familiar with that catalog, my friend. Yeah. I am. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. If you, uh, if you celebrate. It's me, although. <laughs> well, if you celebrate but, his catalog, it's not a bad thing. Unfortunately, we're not quite the demographic for James Taylor. So, you know, no, there, uh, there you go. But who am I to judge, right? Have you, now, Alex, have you always been in Vegas? Have you ever lived anywhere else? Or has if this has been your, your homestead for a while? Vegas is home, born and raised. And I just, I've never lived anywhere else. Maybe in the future, but I, I don't know. Like, I, I bought my house here a few years ago, so I, I'm pretty rooted now. Yeah. But you never know. Did you see those guys, that, that flipping show that's on A&E with a guy who's always yelling at his wife that takes place in Vegas? You ever come across that guy? I don't even know what it's called. But you know no, what I, I I have heard about that, but I've never uh, never crossed paths. Yeah, I heard he's a dick. How about the pawn shop? Have you gone to the pawn shop and checked that out? Is that no, ever... no, I didn't go to the pawn shop. Like I said, I'm I'm super not pop culture literate. Yeah. yeah. And how, so. how and what percentage of the time do you spend on the strip? Because I, I, my buddy who lives in Vegas says he barely ever goes to the strip. It's like kind of those, like a, when a, someone's in town, you know what I mean? Yeah, if I if I have family or, or friends or anything visiting and they want to go, then I'll go. But like. Yeah, what are you going to do? I don't know. I, I'm a homebody usually with like stuff going on lately. But like um, I like to go out dancing to the different clubs like um, uh, excess and stuff like that are, are fun. And um, I just usually I like to go by myself. That's, that's the only time that I'll, I'll go to the strip really is if I want to go to a club. Yeah. On the strip. But or if I want to go see a show, I've seen a lot of the shows, though. So I'm just kind of like waiting to see if there's something else I want to see now, because I've seen a few like I've seen Ka three times. Um, I've seen a bunch of them. <laughs> and so now I'm just looking for the more obscure ones. Did you but, catch um, Did you catch the Britney show when it was out there many moons ago? I did. Actually, my ex worked on it. Really? Um, OK, he, he did theater automation. So he worked on um, a bunch of the shows. Uh, <laughs> And he said there was a there was a part in the show he had to we had to go because he he said I had to see this one part that could kill her. Yeah. If they did it just a little wrong where oh, she wow. swings out to the audience and she swings back and lands on the tree branch. I heard about the that tree. Was like yes. The hardest part of the show to automate because she always like in in when they were figuring it out there were way too many close calls. Uh, yeah, that's, like that's... swinging directly into the tree branch yeah, instead yeah. of landing on it. Because so that... they tried to get that out of the show and and that didn't fly so they had to just keep working to make it safe so <laughs> that's what you want to hear you know the close yeah. calls right there's you know there's uh there's more close calls than you'd think <laughs> with with theater shows like that now in your profession are there close calls i mean of any nature because there could be anything could happen you know uh, a light falls from the ceiling you know a you know a miscue of some sort <laughs> you know what i mean have you yeah. ever encountered any missed calls that could be potentially dangerous at any sort of time Totally. I've gotten, I've gotten a little 
hurt on set before and like I've seen other people get hurt on set. It just happens like when you're when you're dealing with a lot of stuff and you're trying to move fast. Like I've seen lights not be tightened correctly and fall and hit a PA on Jesus. the head. Um, I also PA and do camera, so yeah. I'm all over the place. But um there've been yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunities to get hurt. So it's it's relatively safe for the amount of danger you could be in. <laughs> Because most of your work in California, because it's kind of a hop, skip, and a quick jump away, because California is like the mecca of the adult industry, or is most of your work based out of Vegas? More of it is moving to Vegas, because California is a little bit regulated. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So That's very the, true. the hubs for, for porn right now are Florida, Vegas, and L.A., and then there's like Northern California, people shoot there, and Portland, people shoot there, um, but, but mainly it's the three. And I'm pretty equally split between Vegas and LA right now. And then um, when stuff's not going on, Florida, I like to go to Florida for two weeks, shoot for two weeks, and then come home. And I'm usually super busy when I'm there, so that's nice. I, I'm always fascinated by people in the adult industry because I'm like, how does you say you know you're a homebody, and it's like, how does that affect your personal life? And you go out and meet people, like. Like in dating, like are guys intimidated? Are guys like, oh yeah? Like I'm sure you must get like a slew of assholes who just well, assume like you're just an object because of what I'm, you're doing. I'm you know? relatively like safe because I I I haven't date I've never really dated. I, um, I've been very uh, I'm, I'm I've kind of been in a relationship since I was 18, so I've just gone from one to the other. I'm a I'm a serial uh, super like long relationship. Serial data. <laughs> So I had a I had a five year, I had a one year, I had a two point two year, and then I had a I'm in the middle of a, a two and a half year right now. So okay. like, <laughs> does that like affect like when you come home and I'm just so fascinated. Like I understand like work is work and you come home, but like when it when it comes time to be intimate with the person you care about, are you like, my God, I just spent like most of the day like doing this sex scene, like I'm just not in the mood. Like I I'm sore. <laughs> like, like, it is happens. it like? Yeah, does it like spill over? Like, is it you know, like, does it like kind of take the fun out of it from your personal life because it's part of your job? You know, mm, I wouldn't say that. I, I would say there are unique challenges. I'm, I'm dating someone in the industry right now, so it's extra easy. But I've, I've dated people out of the industry and in the industry, and there's okay. not a whole lot. I haven't encountered a whole lot of difference, um, personally. But it's really easy right now because my current partner, um, Michael Masters, has been filming for like seven or eight years, and he's in over two thousand videos, and he works Jesus. a lot, and I work a lot. So okay. there's there's definitely times that he's maybe burned out or I'm maybe burned out, but it doesn't really hurt anything. It's more of a hey, do you want to play video games and yeah. like watch a movie <laughs> and hang out? Do you want to go swimming, like or like talk about a book we're reading or something? And then sometimes. I'll come home from a shoot and I'll be like, I had a really good day. Let's continue the good day. <laughs> you know? yeah. or, or sometimes I'll be like, I didn't get to come at all on set today. Oh, yeah. yeah that can, like, I'm, I'm, and so I'm that's sure, always fun. So I'm sure and like, yeah. I'm sure like actual act like actors too, like in Hollywood and in movies, like there's some people you have chemistry with when you're having sex with them and some people you don't. Like sometimes bodies just don't fit well it's not that they're they're out of shape it just doesn't mesh like no it's true i mean around like, <laughs> like there's I'm sure definitely they're... some that don't fit well <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm sure like Adam like, has that problem all the time. Like, you know, like, like there are times too where like you meet somebody and you're like, okay, you're about to do a scene. Is there any like sort of uncomfort level where it's like, do you guys get like a drink the day before and like talk? Like, or just go like, hey, let's fuck. Like, I mean, is it like, how does it work? Like, you I'm know, just fascinated. I think, I think I'm kind of just an odd bird because I, okay. So I'm, I was super sexually repressed when I was younger. Um, even though I, I did read and study a lot, I didn't do anything until I was 21. Um, uh, were you so I, I was pretty like, and then as soon as I started having sex at 21, I was like, come to me, like, give me everything. So my first partner, <laughs> was pretty, yeah, my first partner was pretty asexual, but he wanted me to be able to explore and, and live my life. And so he, we were open and I just didn't want any other partners who were like, an emotional partner i just wanted to experiment with like sex so i went on ashleymadison.com and met a shit ton of guys not a shit ton nine i met nine guys and had one night stands nice and it was always like hey don't call me after this this is just this is just one time no more times like we're, and we're talking bad at that, by the way. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we're, we were talking about that at work today about that website, and, and Adam made a good point and said, "Well, eighty-five percent of them are just fake bots." So you're the fifteen percent that's for women. That's real. Yeah, for yeah. women, definitely. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, no, I I got a lot of messages on there, which was very flattering. Um, but it, I, so I mean, meeting somebody and going, okay, we're gonna have sex tonight. Yeah. You know, unless you unless you fuck this up, we're gonna have sex. It's kind of like that, because I go to set and I'm like. Hi, I've totally looked at your dick online and <laughs> I've watched your old scenes. And, you know, if you don't fuck up royally, we're yeah. going to have sex today. I like, know, me and Adam know a guy who could fuck that up really easily. And I, we've seen him. Yep, we do. And that's the nice thing is like, I'm in complete control yeah. of myself and like whether or not, you know, I'm going to do something. So, like, if I get to set and somebody's like super awful or something. Yep. I don't have to shoot. I can leave. <laughs> so, um, no, I haven't had to do that, but <laughs> the option. Well, you know, because you're having sex with people though, is it like the possibility, like, you know, of like developing feelings has that ever happened for you? Like, you know, on, on camera, like, um, actually not, not really. Um, it's more of like the best way I can describe it is it's like having buddies that I play basketball with. And I'm like, hey, we're going to do a really fun physical activity today. And like, we're going to high five after. And yeah. then uh, I do a we did it dance after a lot of my scenes where I turn on a camera and we dance around and we say we did it and like all kinds of wow. cute stuff. That's so, like, it's more like a friend thing. Yeah. And then there, there are people that maybe I don't have like incredible sexual chemistry with, but that's more of a like, Hey, this isn't a date. Like we're here to make a really cool movie and we're gonna do some cool shit. And like if you need any help, I'm here for you, bro. Like you know? Yeah. So but most most I've I've been super lucky that I've had almost no bad experiences and I've had a really great time. I've shot about 150 scenes now. Um so it's a pretty good run. Nice. One of our position. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. You've uh, been like in the industry over a year, like a little bit over a year. Yeah. That's it, really? Um, Just a year. Well, we had to stop with COVID because of the the danger, and so I've technically been in for a year and about two months. Okay. Um, you know, uh, for shooting time, and I'm just now starting to shoot again. I've done two scenes back, and I have one tomorrow. 
so one of our biggest fans of the, uh, of this show, uh, Alex Wallace, is also a big fan of you. And he wanted us to say hi. He's watching on live stream right now, and he was actually very, very excited. Um, but Adam, you had a question real quick that I think got cut off. Do you, do you want to ask yeah, it? It's okay. I know. I just I was wondering, like, do you have like a favorite position and like like favorite and least favorite? Yeah, totally. I would say, <laughs> can I? This is Facebook, but I'm wearing shorts, so yep. can I just? I don't Indulge. know what it's Indulge us. So it's more like. <laughs> This would be the favorite position. Okay. Okay. And this would be the least favorite. <laughs> it looks like it's a little yeah, lot of work. Yeah, yeah. When I, I played, when I, not, I hate leg day. When I played football, I didn't like doing any of those uh, leg squats. Anyway, that was very painful. You know. It's harder when you have a penis inside you. Promise. Yeah, I never had to, never had to deal with that situation. <laughs> Probably won't either. But, yeah. yeah. That, that's the thing. Like, you girls can fake your, your day. Like, us guys can't. Like, if things aren't working down there and we're not turned on, it's not happening. Like, you girls just have to, like, are, are dry and have to apply, like, lubricant. And you can fake it. Like, guys, nothing's working. That's, a, that's, that's partly true. Because if you're not aroused, it's a lot easier for a girl to tear. Um, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because yeah. even with lube, it's about the stretching. So when when you're aroused, your your vagina kind of opens up, yeah. and uh, when you're not, it kind of squeezes shut because it's like, oh, we don't. Trap door. Want that. It's like the just like, fly trap. You can actually get. You can actually. It's. I like to masturbate before every scene, um, oh. because it gets me like in the right headspace. Okay. And and is a lot of I hate lube, so it's a lot of natural lubricant. It's like the space so, shuttle um, docking with the space station. Everything has to work right <laughs> in order to work. Otherwise, the space station yeah. and the space shuttle don't connect. You know, and then just yeah. crash. You know, you can you can get around a lot of things, but it just it does help to be turned on. And a lot of the time, um, I. One part of it is I, I actually really enjoy performing and I really enjoy sex and I really enjoy turning people on and um, making people feel good. And so I, the first thing I do when I when my scene partner gets to set, because usually the girl gets there an hour or two before and does oh. makeup or already has her makeup done and does photos and like pretty girls is what we call them. Okay. And uh, so when the guy arrives, I usually like, I go up, I introduce myself. I'm like, Hey, like, we're going to be fucking today. How are you? Wow. And like, <laughs> let's talk about, let's talk about what you like, what you don't like. That's something we and, don't, uh, us three don't want to hear when we go to work. Like, because we look around, you know what I mean? So, but so do you get to read the script prior or is it just like, Hey, this is someone's just kind of giving directions and you know, it depends. Okay. okay. So some, some sets have no script. Um, and it's all ad lib or it's more gonzo, um, where it's just straight up action, um, with no real intro. And then some scripts you'll get like a couple weeks before so that you can study. Okay. And, um, you know, so it's a wide variety and then sometimes you'll get a, a script early and then you'll get to set and it'll be completely different. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, kind of just go yeah. off limb and kind of, and how long does it oh, usually, what, what's the typical, the, the time length that you're spending filming? Like, is it, is it, is it? 20 minutes is a couple hours is you changing camera angles you doing it again like what's the how's the process work because it's like everything gets you know obviously when you make a hollywood movie it's an hour and a half right but they film for what 18 yeah. months right so you know there's always a lot of time and a lot of back time that goes into it and a lot of adjustments and angles and lighting and all this stuff that no one ever sees and a lot of the time and i know actors 
Ryan, you can you can agree. You spend a lot of time standing around just not doing much because they're trying to adjust stuff. You know what I mean? It totally depends um, because I've been on sets where uh, I, I did a three girl scene and we showed up and we were all ready to go. We did makeup, everything, everybody's ready. And then we the crew realized that the set was completely wrong for oh, the wow. scene that we were supposed to be doing. So then we had to wait for four hours while they changed the set. Oh, yeah. So, I mean. And see, then uh, I think we were on set for like 14 hours that day. Are you just picturing? Um, How many times did you masturbate? Because then you think they're ready and they're not. And you gotta... <laughs> I thought we were ready to go. We all ended up napping, laying flat on our backs with our makeup faces. Yeah. I can just and, picture uh, everyone in robes so... at the craft service table. Just, you know, someone's grabbing a bagel. The other one's, you know, just stay away from the fried food. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of places don't have a craft services no? table. No, that sounds... You bring your own stuff or you starve. Are you guys in a union? Is there a union or is it kind of just freelance? How does that work? There's the um, APAG union, Adult Performers Actors Guild, okay. I think. Um, but it's not like... I don't pay dues or anything. Yep. It's just there and I don't quite know how it works. Um, but there is that. So there's no and like... So, because uh, I know, like, when, you, when you're in the actors union, there's, like, certain things that have to be on set in order to qualify. Like, you have to have this, the, the act. So, like, I don't know if you guys have to have a certain room or have to have this or, you know, kind of. Not really. No, okay. <laughs> so. I've been on all kinds of sets. Um, there's some sets where it's, like, it's super cool and it's, like, extra where there's, like, oh, well, there's drinks and stuff in the kitchen. Like, I actually uh, work with my partner and we have a studio. And we have a model house. And so when, when people come in to shoot with us, they can stay at the model house by themselves. It's a full house with like a king size bed and oh. a mattress pad. So they're not sleeping on a mattress that's for porn <laughs> and um, like a fully stocked fridge and kitchen and coffee and all kinds of stuff. And so there's, there's places like that. And then there's places where it's like, you show up and you're like, am I going to, am, am I going to get murdered today? Today might be a motel. Sounds like, like uh, if you, you know, negotiating your pay before and let's say like, you know, like how you described in the situation where it's taking longer than they actually anticipate it. Is there like a new negotiation? Like, you know, as far as like, or you just pretty much have to. You, yeah, you're kind of, you're kind of there for the day. Like um, almost all the time. There's, there's the, the shortest time I've spent on set is about two to three hours. Okay. Um, and usually those are scenes where I do my own makeup. I show up, they're ready to go. We shoot we're done. There's not much of a script. Um, so there's that. And then there's the scenes where like maybe either there's like some craziness happening and people aren't prepared and there's some like weird technical thing or something and you're staying there all day. Or you might stay there all day because it's something like super uh, high quality specific. And so you're you're refilming different lines over and over again. You're changing the script. You're kind of working with the director and saying like, well, this feels more natural. Does this fit? And like, okay, well, let's do that take one more time. I didn't feel super confident. Like um, a couple days ago, I did my very first crying scene. So oh, wow. I um, there was there was a whole big script. I can't give away too much, but yeah. at one point, my character thinks that her girlfriend has died. And so she's like wow. crying. So I had to cry for like half an hour to get all, this, all the shots. <laughs> yeah. And I really was crying. So it was very exhausting. That seems like a dark plot really twist. Fun. I mean, it sounds like kind of like you know, I mean, I'm sure people are into anything, but like you know, people, you know, here's the scene: this girl finds yeah. out her girlfriend dies. Oh my god! Just <laughs> wait what? till it, I can't tell too much, but it ends up being a happy ending. So oh. nobody's dead, and it's a happy ending. Well, that's good. So, 
Uh, do you want to take advantage of like, you know, mainstream opportunities? Because I know, like, I see a lot of adult film stars in actual feature films. Is that something you hope to do in the future? Totally. I love acting. It's, it's, it's really fun for me and I've loved doing it since I was in like middle school. So anytime I get a chance to act, I'm super down for it. And, um, if any mainstream opportunities come across the table, then I'll snatch them up. So you might as well. So, um, I got a question. What happens when, like, when a woman orgasms, obviously she can just orgasm again and again, but like, what happens if a guy orgasms in a scene too early? I'm sure that must happen. I've had that happen. One of my first scenes that happened. Oh, God. So what um, happens? So, so here's what ha what happened was, is I guess my dirty talk game is pretty good. Um, so uh, we were in, we were in doggy and he had to like, and uh, he, he was brand new and I was brand new and I didn't know and he didn't know what to do, even though like he, they had talked to him like, hey, if this happens, this is what you do. Yeah. So what they want you to do is to like pull out and finish. I don't know what I can say because you said be careful. <laughs> no, I mean, whatever. It's, it's a listen. Oh, okay. You can say yeah, whatever it's, you it's want. It's 18 yeah. plus. So oh, I mean, great. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> Fuck That's everyone. <laughs> Z Zingerberg <laughs> might, which is name? Okay, great. Zinger okay, Zingerberg so might be upset. A guy who owns Facebook. <laughs> what the guy should do is pull out and come and make it look really good. And then what we can do is wait for him to be able to get hard again, and we finish the in between scene. Yeah, you can edit. But it, what yeah, this yeah. guy did was not that. Mm. And what he did was he yelled "cut." And he pulled out and he grabbed his dick really hard to try to stop it. Oh and he God. came on my feet. Oh, <laughs> now some people are into that. So I mean, that may not have been lost film. You know what I mean? But you could use that for you could reroute that to another. I know, right? It's <laughs> being a gag reel. <laughs> everyone was so mad because apparently he had done that the day before too, and oh. so they had had a long talk about what to do if you had to finish early. And so we had to wait an hour and a half, oh my God. and uh, for him to get hard again, and then for him to be able to come again yeah. to finish the feed. So that. And he wouldn't, he was embarrassed. He's younger. Um, I prefer, I generally prefer older men because older men are less like embarrassed about things. Like, and that just makes everything easier. Yeah. The younger guys have their egos. It's like, and, a, it's like an 18 year old. He had his ego and it was damaged. And oh, so sure. he like was in the bathroom by himself for an hour and a half and he wouldn't let me help or anything. Oh, wow. And then he See? came out and like wouldn't talk to me. And I'm like, I didn't know. That's like the yeah, first time me and Adam hung out. Same thing happened. He was in the bathroom for an hour. He wouldn't talk. I was just, just you know, that's why I'm just reading the That's why the you guys worked through it. <laughs> we did. We were obviously, oh, yeah. yeah, 10 years later. And your sex has never been better. It's but, a, but, see, that's why they need stunt cocks. Like, have if he screwed up, right? Have another guy come in who has a similar looking cock and don't show his face or body, and then have him finish the scene. Yeah, I mean, right? Because yeah. you can't have Adam Scott like, and Ryan finish because someone would be like, "Wait a minute, there's something wrong with this scene." Right now. <laughs> well, part of the thing is, like, as a girl, I wouldn't like that. I would want to have one scene partner. If I'm getting a boy-girl rate, I'm fucking one person. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it's not like. I'm, I'm not going to be cool with it. I'm, I'm going to be like, hey, am I doing two boy girls today or am I doing one? Yeah, I mean, as similar as those cocks might seem, they're not the same and they don't feel the same. So it's like it could be like an upgrade or it could be like a downgrade. And I'm not going to gamble on that shit. It's like the same of acting, and though, the right? Fans nice. really can yeah. notice. It's amazing. Um, the fans notice everything. So oh, sure. 
Alex Wallace does. I don't does. know how well. Fans and stuff, you were, uh, you won your first two Spank Bank Awards. You know, how awesome was that? That was awesome. I'm super happy about it. Handjob heroine of the year. <laughs> you give, you give a speech funny. for that? <laughs> um, you know, I didn't prepare a speech. I didn't. I, I, I won a, a Cami Award for Best Crossover Star, too. That one I was more prepared for. This one I, came completely out of the blue. But I do give really good hand jobs. So. What's the trophy look for that? You know what I mean? I could just picture like just a giant hand. I don't know, but they said they're sending me one. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting any kind of a trophy or anything, but yeah. apparently they're sending one. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. Well, we please share it with us because I am dying to know what they actually use for a symbolic for that for that award. Totally. I mean, it's pretty impressive. I mean. Did you see the uh, the uh, Pornhub Awards? They were really interesting. It's... Um, they were like, a, they were some kind of a molecule. Okay. But I can't remember what it was. No, so what's the big award ceremony they have? Is it the the adult film award? They have like the big like is it, uh, you know. the ADN? Yes. Have you been to one? Like, is that what you got the award for that? Is or is it? No, 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 okay. no. Um, AVN is totally different. There's all kinds of different like awards and stuff, okay. and they're not really connected to each other. I see. Um, I haven't won an AVN, but I've been nominated for a few. Uh, from last year, so hopefully I'll be able to work enough this year to be nominated in January again. Uh, we'll see. I, I've never actually witnessed. I were, I've never ever been to one, but I've never seen one. I'm, I'm just always curious what the acceptance speeches are like for those things. You yes. know what I mean? It's like yeah. you know, I gotta say it was a great day. No, Everything different. worked out good. You know, I was happy. Excellent. He was happy. Yeah. We had a nice finish. Everything was great. We're gonna do this again soon. So see us next year. You know what I mean? It's kind of like you know, it's like yeah, usually. Usually girls will think they're agents and they're, um, you know, if they're family supportive or, or whatever they might. Yeah. I, I know there were a few girls um, that I know that took, that their parents were there at uh, ABM oh, wow. this past time, which I think is pretty cool. I, I, I'm not open with my family that much about it. My brother knows, my aunt knows, and my cousin knows. Yep. Uh, my grandma knew. But, uh, and what'd she think? So she was super about it. Yeah. She was like, are you happy? Yeah. Okay, great. It's a good grandma. So, you know, it's it's a good grandma right there. She's pretty chill, yeah. Do you feel like you could stay this kind of low-key kind of lifestyle and still do this? Or do you think at some point, you know, it's going to be a, an issue, you know, down the line where someone will, like, you be out to dinner with someone and all of a sudden the waiter's like, hey, I know you from somewhere, you know what I mean? Or, it's That's happened, actually. No kidding. Which is fun. Um, the, the only person, uh, there's only, like, my mom. I don't think she would handle it super well. Yeah. But if she ever found out, I think I'd be able to handle it and explain like, hey, you know, this is this is not a bad thing. This is a good thing. I'm very happy. I'm successful. And, you know, all you've ever wanted is for me to be happy. What's and it? I've I've achieved that and I'm doing something that is is making that possible. And I think that she would chill out and be fine. Cuz that's what happened with my brother. My brother called me and he texted me and he's like Alex Cole question mark <laughs> oh wow and I was like what's that and he goes don't play dumb with me <laughs> don't tell me he and accidentally found you browsing because that I would be scared for no. life if I ever did that if I have I mean that would be the end of the world for me I'd be like, oh my god you know what I mean <laughs> no no he didn't actually uh one of our one of our relatives had called him and been like oh my god someone stole Alex's photos and put them online you need to tell her so she can get them off uh -oh. like maybe one of her exes was crazy yeah and uh so so he was like, that doesn't sound right. 
how often <laughs> do you get recognized in public? Because like, you know, I think like some adult film stars are actually like, you know, uh, more famous than like mainstream celebrities and yeah. stuff everything. Like I probably would recognize and stuff you on the street, like, you know, uh, probably before I would know like a lot of like mainstream actors or like rappers and probably be more excited about that. So how yeah. often? <laughs> I can see that. And honestly, I get recognized a lot more often than I would expect. But I think part of it is because I always look the same. I don't really, uh, I cam a lot. I've been doing this for like six years. I've been camming for like five and then I started mainstream porn in 2019. Um, so ever since I started camming, I've been getting recognized and I've always been open about living in Vegas. So people will come up to me at the grocery store or at the post office, but the, the crazy one lately, and I wish he had sent me the photo, but uh, one of my fans was walking into the post office and I was walking into the post office and I was across the parking lot and I had my full N95 mask on. Yeah. And he goes, Alex? Oh, wow. And I was like, and I kind of like looked at him and I was like, yeah. And he goes, I'm not trying to be weird, but hi. And I was like, oh, okay. Signed his mask. Signed his mask. He was following you. He didn't spot you from across the way. That's what he was trying to do to try to make it look like but he was he was probably following he was you there, telling Alex. you that, for three of the sections i don't think so <laughs> anything is I get, I get recognized at the post office a lot because i go there all the time I was gonna and say, people it, know my p.o box address because uh, people can send me my stuff like they people can send like presents and also like stuff for me to sign and then i mail it back and stuff yeah um so, so you I'll, said your mother sorry already good no, I was going to say, I because you said you were at the post office a lot. I'm like, who's using mail? But it makes sense. You have a post office box. I was like, we just going to the post office to like hang out, like, just, like just mailing a letter <laughs> to your grandmother. Be like, hey, you know, I haven't seen you in a while. But yeah, sorry, Adam. You were going. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. No, Alex, you were saying that your mother doesn't know. And I'm sorry not to get this is too personal, but I'm just, I'm just curious. Like, what does your mom think you do? You're like, oh, I had another day at the insurance office. Like, what? Like, what? I'm just curious. Jake like, what does she think mom. you do? She's obviously super... able to support she actually lives in another state. She moved back um, to where she's originally from. So I'm the only family member still living in Vegas. Okay. Um, so she she lives in another state and she doesn't ask a lot of questions. Like my family's very, very much about privacy. So like she figures that if I want to tell her something, I will. And like, I think there's probably some suspicion there. Um, but I've also worked a lot of really nice jobs before this. So it's not crazy that I'm successful or anything. Like I've, I've managed like restaurants and like, um, print shops and stuff like that before. Mm -hmm. So, um, she probably, she, she knows I, I model cause I started modeling when I was uh, 21. And so she knows I model and stuff like that. So she knows that I do sexy stuff. She just doesn't quite know that I do porn. Yeah might turn into a don't ask don't tell situation because yeah, as you get bigger is. and as you said people notice you maybe somebody in her state might it's it might be only a matter of time before somebody says something yeah. to oh well, you I've, know. Totally, I've totally had people try to tell her and stuff like i had um a guy i dated in high school kind of tried to tell her and like oh, wow. a girl that i met while i was camming tried to tell her but like there's not really a good way to contact her she's kind of off the grid yeah she's very like anti-tech Okay. So if you don't have her landline, you're kind of out of luck. Yeah, which is probably wow. a good thing. She, she won't be cruising on the internet and accidentally find you. No, not really. I can't even really get her to use email with me. So <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, right. You know, like I, I hear a lot about like 
like adult film stars having stalkers like you know what we were kind of talking about earlier is that something you've experienced yeah i i have i had a i've had a i've had an interesting go of it um ah, sorry computer noise sound effects um <laughs> i've been getting like death threats since i very first started camming and stuff oh wow so Jesus. like i've gotten hundreds probably yeah. over a thousand by now um just all kinds of crazy stuff i've had people like go into super super detail um and it's not scary at all <laughs> it's just kind of like okay and i put it in a folder like i'm just like oh that doesn't seem like a pleasant email that can go over there do you report the um, authorities at all do you call you know send it to the police hey listen i'm being threatened like the only time okay the only time i did go to the authorities and it was a waste of time was there was a guy who was threatening to shoot up avn and he was oh, threatening shit. to kill people in that were taking Ubers to AVN. Yep. And he mentioned me and my partner at the time by name. Oh, Because wow. he, was a, he was a failed performer that no one really wanted to work with because obviously he was not. It wasn't and, the guy, uh, the 21-year-old the first time, was it? Because then you could really pinpoint him. What's that? So it wasn't the guy from the story you were telling me about the first time and all that stuff happened. He was in the bathroom for an hour. <laughs> no, nope, not that one. All right, all right. I never worked with this guy. He had asked okay. to shoot with me and my partner at the time, and we had said like, "No, we're not really working with other people right now." Yeah, yeah. And that was enough for him to be like, "I, you know, like I hope I see Alex Cole at AVN. Mm, I have a okay. present for her and all this kind of stuff, and talking about killing people and everything." Uh, so they... I took that and I went to the police, but they didn't give a shit. Honestly, I stayed there. I was at the police station for a long time, and they just did not yeah. seem to care, and nothing happened. Thankfully, but, Thankfully, but you um, never know. And then I have had stalkers, like I had a guy that sent me thousands of emails about how we were meant to be together. And then he did show up at an event that oh. I didn't publicize that I was going to. But thankfully, I don't really go to stuff like that by myself. So my partner at the time handled it mm -hmm. and I just booked it inside. And then I didn't have any problems with that guy again. But, you know, it happens. Jesus. <laughs> That's some scary shit. Yeah, I mean, it happens. Like, I've had people send me messages and be like, I'm going to cut your throat because you're not worth a bullet and, like, wow. stuff like that. Crazy, oh. crazy people. 50%, 15% of the world, I believe, is fucked like that. Like, I believe there's, like, you know, yes. 15 is a big number, and there's a lot of people, but I believe there's that many people that are fucked. And, and I think just technology by itself I, has just made it worse because like a long, long time ago someone have to actually handwrite you a letter and figure out what your address was you know or show up at your house and do all, go through a yellow pages you know and find yeah. all this information now you can just google it and you can pretty much get a I decent think, idea yeah i think i think uh people that do stuff like i do like sex and stuff on the internet which is such a taboo thing i think we're like easy targets yeah. for people that need somebody to be mean to mm -hmm. and so i just ignore a lot of it because if you don't feed it they usually go away yeah um, because they're not getting an, an, a reaction. They're not getting any attention. Yep, yep. So anytime that anybody's dealing with anything and I hear about it, my advice is always to be like, just don't talk to them. Yeah, don't like, provoke them. Yeah. you're getting a bunch of emails, don't respond. Just delete it. Mm -hmm. Block the email. If they make another account, block it. Yep. Because if you don't feed it, they find they leave. They get bored. So yep. it's just never been that much of a problem. But like, it can be. It, so, could, it could be anything. Is there any other downsides to being part of the adult film industry? Because I have heard stories and stuff, everything of like girls, you know, having issues with banking, you know, and stuff, everything like sometimes and stuff, bank accounts being like shut down and stuff, everything of stuff like that. Can you think of any other downsides that you experienced? Personally, um, there was only one thing, and it was when I was buying my house. Um, 
I talked to the first lender I talked to did not want to work with me because of what I did. And I was just canning at the time, but he gave me a whole lecture over the phone about how I was immoral and going to hell and stuff. Oh, wow. And I just called my realtor and I was like, Hey, so that lender's not going to work because this, and she stopped using him altogether and yeah, we found another fucked. lender and I bought the house and everything was fine. So it's not, I think I'm a little protected living in Vegas because Vegas people don't really give a fuck. Yeah. They're like, I'll leave you alone. You leave me alone. Let's just live our lives and not bother each other. That's fucked up. I mean, that's a con. It's like it's like saying you. It's it's discrimination right there. I mean, your W two yeah. should speak for it all. You have an X amount of money you make a year. This is what you're looking to borrow. That should have nothing to do with how you get that. It's not like you're a mobster, right? It's not like you're working for the mob and right. you have like you know. Listen, my W two says I make this much, but I really make this much. You know, it's an unmoral situation. It's yeah. Just, yeah. No, I pay all my sense. taxes. Makes Ouch. no sense. I do. It, yeah. It hurts. But my, my whole thing is, like, I totally could have, like, gone after that guy for discrimination, but oh, yeah. I don't want to give him any of my money or my time. No. It's, it's just like, okay, me. well, yeah. then I guess you're not going to work with my realtor anymore. Shit runs downhill and it always <laughs> gets to the bottom, you know, so it doesn't even matter. So what it is. Uh, discrimination and stuff, everything, the adult film industry has been under a lot of intense scrutiny because of uh, situations that have been going on in the world, like, you know, the George Floyd uh, situation who had links to the, the adult film industry. Uh, what are your thoughts about that? Um, about which part? You know, uh, there's a lot of things like, you know, and stuff, everything, there's there's uh, certain girls like, you know, who have like, you know, something to say about like there being extra rates for, you know, interracial scenes. Mm. Yeah, see, I've never done that. So it just doesn't like, um, I've, I've never had an IR rate. Um, I think an IR rate doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, but I do have a big dick rate. So, cause I'm a small girl. I, I can't take a giant penis and then work the next day. I have a, I have a, I have a, I have a flat rate for boy girl. And then if it's a giant penis, I probably will just say no. But if it's something that I super want to do or somebody I super want to work with, I might ask for a little more and then I'll, I'll get it or I don't. And then it's my decision if I want to work with that person. But usually I'll only ask for more if I know for a fact I'm going to work with this person and I am not going to be able to work the next day. What, because... what would you consider this too big? Like, you know, what? What's <laughs> too big? It's... Is there like a... If, <laughs> like a... if I can't get it in without tearing a little, then... <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. So, I mean, I've worked with, um, like, Xander Corvus is pretty big. Um, I've worked with Louis Smalls. He's pretty big. I've worked with... Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is Tommy it, Gunn is pretty big. Is it like um, the amusement park where you have like the little thing, like you must be this tall to ride this ride? And if not, it's gonna cost you. I don't give a shit about height. No, but, but I'm <laughs> saying for what you're talking about, like you know, for that. No. <laughs> I, you know, it's kind of a, it's it's kind of a, I know it when I see it kind of thing. I, I see. Because like okay. I said, I, me and most girls, and most guys, we look up who we're getting booked with. So. Uh. My agent will call me and say, or text me. He likes texting because then there's a, a a thing I can read if I forget anything. I can look back through the text and be like, oh, he said this, this, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, tomorrow I'm working with Alex Mack, and I've never worked with Alex Mack before. So he texted me and was like, hey, boy, girl, tomorrow um, at 9 a.m. with Alex Mack for Naughty America. And I was like, okay. And so I went and I looked up Alex Mack. And I looked up his his scenes, and I just looked to see like, is he super rough? 
is he like does he seem like a a, a cool dude and yeah. then is his dick ginormous mm. and he passed so i'm going <laughs> i feel like if you googled alex mack you might get a lot of uh 90s uh, nickelodeon sitcoms that might pop up as well right <laughs> right no you have to look up uh, you have to look up the name mm. xxx and then dick <laughs> yeah, there you go <laughs> no confusion so you don't get confused you know yeah that's that speeds up the process if you look up like ramon nomar xxx dick then it'll pop right up and then you can see i'm sure it will so basically if it's bigger than than my wrist it's probably not happening <laughs> but, uh, I'm and i have sorry. a relatively small wrist <laughs> Can you uh, talk a little bit about uh, the new uh, scene you came out today with uh, Dribble Trouble with Lucas Frost? Yeah, sounds, that sounds like was a rap fun. song. That was a long ass day. <laughs> so that was one of the ones where it was kind of like a lot to do. So we had to do a whole lot of like, okay, so we're going to go over here and we're going to shoot this part of the intro. And then we're going to go over here and we're going to do a voiceover. And then we're going to do photos out here by the fountain. And then Lucas had to get knocked into the pool. So we had to plan around that. And, um, like there were, there were a whole lot of elements. So by the time we got to the sex part, we were both exhausted and he was freezing cause he had to fall in the pool. And so he, he's a trooper though. He's a, he's a true professional and I love working with him. So it was a really good day. Jeez. I'm flipping through a Q and a here. You did a while back and it says, I per you said, I personally love foot play. Now yeah. I'm always <laughs> fascinated with people with foot stuff because I don't understand it. I'm not, I mean, to each their own, like I always say, but like, I find feet, like your foot is wrapped in a sock all day. It sweats in there and it is the last yeah. thing I want near any like, of you my- don't pull, like, You don't go on a jog and then pull it right out and <laughs> stick it in my mouth. I mean, some, still, people, some people love that. You imagine? Some people want you to walk around in the backyard in the dirt with your bare feet and then come in. And then I'm sure. Come. Animals. But I'm more of a clean feet person. What is it so, about it? Like, what is it about feet? Like that? I, I'm not even specific. judging you. I'm just curious. Some people like, like it. Yeah. 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 Should there be no like judgment it. zone? Yeah. It's like so, Planet um, Fitness here. Huh? It's like Planet Fitness. No judgment free zone here. Yeah, judgment free no zone. Judgment. <laughs> I don't know why it's hard to hear y'all today. I have the volume turned all the way up. But, um, uh, yeah, no, for me, it's I like having my feet played with because it's very sensitive. Like, I can feel it in my pussy when somebody's licking my toes the right way. Like, wow. Really? Yeah. Jesus. It's like a throbbing feeling. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, amazing. Oh my and never heard so I, I like it for that, for mm. me. And then I just think certain people's feet are, like, super pretty. And especially girls. Like, girls have very dainty feminine feet. Mm -hmm. And um, especially girls with like longer toes where they're more like fingery. I don't know. I don't know. That's just, that's my thing. And I like the kind of sensuality of like, I usually clean their feet before. So yep. it's like you're washing somebody's feet. That's a very intimate, like caregiving kind of act. And then just like their reactions are, are amazing. So like a lot of girls haven't had their feet played with before and maybe they're like sensitive about their feet. And so I like making them feel like super beautiful. And then with guys, it's kind of the same thing where guys usually think their feet are gross, but a lot of guys have really nice feet. So I like to get them and like sit them down and be like, I'm going to wash your feet. Nice. And I'm going to enjoy myself. Yeah. And, and usually like they look at you like this the whole time. 
Yeah. So, it's, so I, I like the pleasure giving aspect, and then I know how good it feels. No, I, I've, so. got, I've gotten a pedicure before. Is it manicure? Pedicure is the I feet, think everyone right? should get pedicures. I got one before. Uh, I got to tell you, 16 years ago, I had an ex-girlfriend talked me into getting a pedicure. It blew my mind. There was this little Asian yeah. lady. She was really getting into it, and she, it, my, it felt great. I haven't since, and I don't know why I haven't. I feel like it should be something I you do should. weekly because I feel like it's very, like, you know, she's dipping you in the warm water and everything, and it's scrubbing, it's, roughing, you know, it's... It's good for your health. Yeah. It's good for your health. You got to take care of your feet. Too many people don't take care of their feet, and you can really mess yourself up with that. You need your feet, you know? Arches. Arches are important. You need your arches. Well, and usually if you go get a pedicure, they're giving you a foot massage. Like, it can really help, especially if you do a job where you're on your feet a lot. And then I have a guy friend who has diabetes, and he's he's overweight, and he has a lot of problems with his feet. And also, like, if he gets, like, some kind of a lesion or anything on his feet, he needs to know, like, right away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you can lose your foot. Was that and so he goes and gets very frequent pedicures to take care of his feet. Was that difficult during the pandemic, not being able to go get your nails done and, and things and your hair and stuff and everything like that? No, I just looked like a little gremlin for a while. Like I had <laughs> roots out to here and uh, and my nails were not done. Like I ended up clipping all my nails off. I had acrylics and I waited for them to grow out enough. And then I soaked them in uh, nail solution for like two hours before they would finally like come off. And now I'm not going back to acrylics. These are my real nails. Um, so now I'm just painting them. So yeah. I'm, I'm saving a lot of money now, which is which is nice. I think I think that's the main thing with the pandemic is I'm spending a lot less money on on beautification type things because yep. now I know how to do a lot of it myself. There you go. Is is it required now, like to get tested for like COVID nineteen? Yes. Um, so at first we were doing twenty four hour testing mandatory. Now it's 48 hour mandatory testing because the tests don't come back quickly enough. Okay. So I went and got tested today. Um, and actually my team isn't tomorrow, it's the next day. So I went and got tested today. My results will probably be back between noon and four tomorrow, which would be too late to shoot a scene. Which is so, so- cause a lot of scenes start at nine Yeah. or at like one or two. So, so in, in um, Massachusetts, we, I've gotten tested twice. You literally drive up, they test you and you find out in 25 minutes. Like, I don't Crazy. understand. I don't want like, all these other states aren't using the same methods. I mean, they, it's all the same test. It's a swab. You, they put it into a machine. You get, it's, it's unbelievable that no one can get on the same page about this. Because for two days yeah, for Las Vegas sure. and 25 minutes from Massachusetts, we're the same country. It's the same test. It makes no sense. You're lucky, yeah. Artie. Um, I, I, I heard different more. states like like that. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. That's crazy. So we're, Al, not, we're not very cohesive right now. Well, I really like that you do cosplay, like, uh, and your work is Wonder Woman. Like, you know, is that something that you're into? You're into comic book characters? I fucking love it so much. And my partner <laughs> does a lot of superhero porn, so I have a wide array of costumes that I have access to, so I'm spoiled <laughs> as fuck right now. Um, so, yeah, the Wonder Woman cosplay was his video, actually. Um, I did a boy-boy-girl dressed as Wonder Woman, and I was... I was fucked by two Greek gods. It was super fun. But yeah, no, I love any opportunity I get to uh, to dress up and play a character, especially one that I grew up with. Like I played Raven from Teen Titans. Um, we made up a character called Starfire that's a superhero. We, we completely made her up. We did a three movie series. Each movie is about an hour, hour and a half long. And uh, with fight scenes, throat lifts, everything. Um, 
I really, really like cosplay. It's it's definitely one of my favorite things to do. There you go. Uh, do you go to like comic book conventions and stuff like that, or? Um, I've been to uh, like anime conventions, and I've been to like sex expo type conventions, but I haven't. I've been to a couple comic book conventions here in town, but nothing like huge. So that's on the list of things to do in the future. Thanks. So, Alex, every show we play this thing called Whale of Gossip. And what happens is what I do is I, I go on TMZ and I put a bunch of things onto this, this, this whale. It's on my phone. And then we spin it. And then whenever a topic comes up, we give our two cents about it. If it sucks, it lasts 30 seconds. If it's good, it lasts the rest of the show. Are you interested in playing the Whale of Gossip? We can try it. Like I said, I'm not super pop culture savvy, so I'll try not to ruin your game. All right. Well, let's spin the whale right here. Let's spin the whale of gossip. Last week went pretty well. Let's see how this is only the second week we're trying it. All right. Well, it's a free app, so I got a lot of advertisements. So I got to wait till the advertisement goes. This is no great. Way. And then uh, let's see. Okay. Kane and Meek Mill. Have you heard this story? Are you, familiar? you know Kane West, right? Yes. And you know he's married to Kim Kardashian, right? Yes. And you know who Kim Kardashian is, obviously. She's everyone knows, right? Yes. So do you know who Meek Mill is? Kind of. So there is a rumor going around, and Ryan, you probably know a little bit more about this than I because you're tuned into this, that during a, uh, was it a workshop or an interview that uh, Kim decided she was going to have sex with Meek Mill. Is, did I get that well, right? I, I, don't, I don't know if that's necessarily true. Okay. I believe that, uh, they met at a hotel. Kanye alleges on Twitter that Kim met Meek Mill at a hotel to discuss criminal justice reform. And he felt that it was inappropriate, and that's why he wants to divorce her. That's what he put on Twitter. Oh, so it had nothing to do with sex. I thought he would... Uh, oh. I, I think it implied, like you mean, in some everything, that it was in poor taste. I don't know if they had sex or mm. not. But that's what he put forth in the tweet, that they met at a hotel to discuss criminal justice reform, and that's why he's divorcing her. Because he felt inappropriate. According to TMZ uh, today, Meek Mill has addressed the elephant in the room, namely Kanye's implication that Kim cheated on him by sleeping with Meek during a prison reform meeting, Ooh. and he's calling BS loud and clear. That's all. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah I think from I, again, I'm not super in tune, but I think from I think I did see Kim's statement that she released, um, I think today or yesterday or something like that, about Kanye's mental health. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of. I don't know if y'all watch Philip DeFranco, but I'm a big fan, and um, he addressed kind of, kind of the Kanye stuff from lately. And I kind of, I, I agree with him where it's, we need to be careful talking about Kanye because he's, he's bipolar and he's having an episode. Yep. And instead of, I feel like a lot of people are making fun of him and stuff. No, he's definitely uh, troubled. I feel like this guy has, and it's it's, he needs it's, help. it's a patent because this happens all the time. And he's and he's a he's a, he's an artist. He's very smart. He's very he's intelligent. An he's a genius. Yep. But he he's got a problem, and he, he needs does. help, and they need privacy. And I I don't know. Maybe that whole thing is kind of part of his bipolar episode. It could be, it, or it could be just maybe you know Kim doesn't help the situation. I I don't know. I'm I'm just making assumptions here. Maybe she doesn't help a situation. Maybe she capitalizes on it. Maybe she uses it as a as a as an avenue to uh, more publicity for herself. I mean, you never know. You know what's their relationship like? No one knows. All we know is what's which. The thing is, you can you can speculate all day long about people's like personal lives and stuff. Yep. I guess I'm I'm less likely to do that, mostly because I I've been speculated about and stuff, and it never really feels good. Yep. To have people be like, oh, I bet she's really like this. Like, no one really knows. Kind of 
everything examined. So, I mean, yep. if, if she and the guy are saying that they were meeting to talk about police reform, that's probably what I would assume they were doing. And if her husband's in the middle of a bipolar episode and is, you know, having a, a little bit of a breakdown, he's probably suspicious and having a whole lot of thoughts that aren't super based in reality. That's true. Could be. Yeah. I'm, I feel like it's obvious that Kanye probably needs more of the right kind of people in his life. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, he has those conditions, but did anybody stop him when he held a rally, when he ran for presidency and said, Kanye, like maybe. How much can you do that with a grown, a grown person? You that's know? the other problem true. too. You know what I mean? Like, he's not her statement that I did read. I did read the statement today and it was uh, really, it, it kind of like, I felt it, you know, it hit, it yeah. hit pretty pretty solidly yeah like that he's he's an adult he's not a minor i can't force him to stay inside like mm -hmm. yeah. we just kind of need some time to deal with this and get through it and hopefully he'll come out on the other side okay and he's in a bad situation too because someone who has that much fame and that, that much money for a person that doesn't in that situation could easily be isolated and you know approached right. you know but for someone of an ego obviously because people know who you is and people respect and this this it's obviously people are torn on what their his opinion of him is but yeah. uh it's a lot harder to seek help because you don't want to look like you know you don't want to feel weak you're you going to be judged no matter yeah. what you do exactly. and so it's a lot more stressful and it's a lot more stressful for the people in his life i'm sure mm-hmm because I don't know what I would do if, if I had issues like that and I was having an episode. It, it wouldn't be very easy to keep it private, you know? Yep. And that sounds like it would be a lot more stressful and just make the whole thing a lot worse. Sounds like a nightmare, to be honest with you. I mean, that's what it sounds like. It doesn't sound like it's fun or, you know. Yeah. But I mean, I, uh, you know, like about Dave Chappelle, remember when he uh, everyone was saying that he was crazy and he had this interview on Inside the Actor's Studio and stuff. The worst thing that you could do to a person is call them crazy because it is dismissive. Mm -hmm. uh, I do like, you know, think that like, you know, what Kanye has to say is important. And mm -hmm. like, you know, sometimes and stuff or anything, it can come off as necessarily crazy. But like, you know, he is a genius. He's created like some classic music and stuff or anything. So like, I always love him for that. And like, you know, um, as far as like the Kardashian, I just hope like, you know what I mean? And stuff, his marriage works out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry, his marriage is difficult in any, any way. I can understand by like a, a man being upset about his wife meeting another rapper to discuss criminal justice reform and stuff. There's nothing crazy about being upset. Maybe because like yeah. you and he he has such a high level of fame. We're not used to seeing celebrities act like that, but that's a that's a real reaction. It's human. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, every relationship has its rules and if and if rules are broken, then people are allowed to get upset. I I would never call him crazy. It just does seem yeah. like he's going through something. He's definitely going through an episode, yeah. All right, yeah. so But I wouldn't call somebody with a mental disorder or a mental disease crazy because no. that's not productive. No. That's... I actually um I used to work with um, uh, special children with special needs um, back when I was in college, and so it's it's very like t it's like close to my heart. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's, that's beautiful and stuff and everything. Um, but so Ryan, the next thing on the list here that just popped up on the whale is your beef on Twitter today. We got to talk about this. You were blowing up my Twitter feed all day long today over one of your articles and tell us a little bit about this because obviously it's getting some traction uh, and, so, and bringing uh, people's attention. Kanye West, you know, uh, ironically to live quality, you know, our good friend to live quality, you know, he, uh, he believes like you and me and stuff doesn't think very much of my journalism. He doesn't think much of me as a person. He's labeled me a white supremacist. 
and like you know what I mean and stuff and everything in that effort like you know um I've I've searched like you know as an, a background as an investigative journal journalist I've searched like you know for dirt on him there was allegations and stuff that he sexually um sexually assaulted a, a woman and I found that woman uh this is an article and stuff and everything that has been up like you know what I'm saying for a number of years that he has declared false I found her and I interviewed her about being sexually assaulted by him. And that is why he's dead and attacking me. So hmm. it's part of being pub and part of being in the public eye right there. You know, you cannot always control if you, ex that's always the thing too. When people become famous and you know, reality stars and everything, when you ex put yourself out there, it's almost like posting something on Facebook, right? But having the caption afterwards saying, I don't want any comments or I don't want anyone two cents, right? Like, cause that's kind of, kind of productive. It's that doesn't make any sense because you're putting something out there, but you don't want anyone to talk about it. So basically what you found or what he, you know, his beef with you is, is that he, things were exposed. Things are out there. He's in the public eye, but now he doesn't want anyone to see that pot though. You know, you only want to see the good pots, right? So, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, that's, and, and that's uh, just like, you know, what it is. He's also like found like negative information about me as well online and stuff, everything that I've been arrested. I've been arrested previously for domestic violence, like you know what I mean, and stuff, everything. And uh, like, you know what I mean, and stuff, that's quite embarrassing. He has more, more of a, a larger platform. So he has millions yeah. of followers. So he can put that out to like the millions of followers. And like, you know, as far as like, it seems like if anything I come with this factual, but like, you know what I mean? The information I'm putting out is factual and like, you know what I mean? And stuff, everything. Like, honestly, I just wish he would leave me alone. Yeah. But like, there's a number <laughs> of articles written about him and stuff, everything like the past couple of days by other sites and stuff, everything like accusing him of like, you know, harassing like women and, and things of that nature and stuff, everything. But to be honest and stuff, I just would be left alone. Like you were saying, women stick to what I do best, you know? So. Just leave me alone, man. Just leave me alone. All right, and the last thing I got to bring up here that's come up in the list is Jada Smith. Holy cow, that situation. Her and Will. Alex, are you familiar with the, the the Smith household and what's going on out there in Hollywood? Hmm? Are you? Oh, are we talking to like Will Smith and Jada? Are you familiar with their situation that has been exposed to the public eye that no one asked about? They just felt the need to tell us about it. I. Didn't the, didn't the guy she cheated with say something? Wasn't that what started it? Yeah, right. You, you know the story pretty yeah. well, right? The whole... Yeah, so, like, uh, basically, August Alcina went on Angela Yee's uh, talk show, and he revealed that he had had a relationship and stuff with Jada Pinkett Smith, and Jada Pinkett Smith went on the Red Table Talk, which is her talk show with Will Smith, and she basically acknowledged that the story was true, and she referred to it as an entanglement. Mm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. You know, uh, the weird thing about that is not the discussion that they had, but the fact that Will actually agreed to go on television to talk about it. Like, I can see that being a normal discussion because it happened, like, in a therapist's office. But yeah. to be like, all right, I'll go on television in front of a national audience and we can talk about this. That's what seemed actually more bizarre to me than anything else. Well, I think know? the reason was because, like, everyone had their own speculations of what happened and they wanted to, okay. like, to take the opportunity. Set to the record straight. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, because it's it's hard when people are, are speculating about you, and I'm sure I he was getting made fun of pretty hardcore. And you know, it's it's better to just kind of get it out there and be like, "Hey, this is what happened, and uh, we're we're fine." So yeah. it's not really any 
your personal business. So yeah. now Man, you know. Marriage is a difficult thing, man. Like you're a man and stuff, everything. Like so, like I, uh, you know, I don't judge those people, man. I have a lot of respect for Will Smith and stuff, everything. Like mm -hmm. after, you know, seeing like you know how he handled this situation and stuff, everything is it's amazing. Oh yeah, I'm totally a Will Smith fan. And um, I think he handled it just fine. I, mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of cheating. I've been cheated on. I've never cheated on anyone. Well, like, yeah, I don't think they were cheating. Like they had agreed to take like a mutual break, like where they were. Okay. Done. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't Separation know. and whatnot. Yeah. But we don't, no one will ever know. How do we know? You know, it's like. He, when... he, she, he was like, you can go do your own thing. I'm mm. going to do my own thing. And she ended up like, you know, but then I guess she realized she really wanted to make her marriage work. Yeah. And right. So, like, I mean, maybe it would be better and stuff everything to be out of your marriage and stuff everything before you play those type of games. You don't want to play those those marriage games with people, I guess. It's like that movie, that movie Hall Pass, right? You go out there and you figure out if it's actually, you know, it's not as easy as you thought it was back in the day. You know what I mean? And then it's like, then you realize, that, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this kind of thing. You know, I don't know. And honestly to God, listen, I like my actors to act. I like my comedians to make me laugh and I like my singers and, you know, artists to perform and, you know, and, you know, yeah. Alex, I like you to you, you do your thing and entertain us all. When it comes down to like their personal life, there's a, there's a group of people out there to really get obsessed with people's personal lives. So they have yeah. no business in order to be, you know, intermingling with them. Who knows if Jader and Will had a, a real, a, you know, a situation, a relationship where it was open and they, what do you want to do? Who knows? We don't know. We, we, but what is it any of our business at the end of the day? You know what I mean? I, I don't really care. It's I, not. You know, it's do you do. Do your thing. Be happy. As long as you're happy and as long as no one's getting killed or, you know, violated or assaulted, everyone should be just living in this happy world and just do your well, thing. Well, I think that the thing is, like, what I've, I've learned and stuff, everything, regardless, if you have an opinion on anything, like, people are going or you're doing anything in the public spectrum, people are going to have an opinion and want to like post their opinion on that, especially in the age of social media. That is true. Like, you know, as far as like writing articles and stuff, everything, even on a site like the Packy and stuff, everything, people were going to have an opinion one way or the other. Yep. And like mm -hmm. everything, like, you know, accuse me of being like, you know, setting forth a particular agenda or, or whatever it is, you know. So like I think that's just like if you're putting yourself out there in any aspect, her, you know, choosing to do adult films, like some people and stuff, everything are very much against you know adult films so like you know when you choose to do stuff like that you know people are going to have their opinion mm -hmm. what do you feel about people when stuff everything who like want to get rid of the adult film industry there's a number of like conservatives who are like you know they want to ban the adult film industry and stuff and make it illegal do you, do good you luck have... yeah <laughs> that's never gonna happen yeah i um I think it's interesting, but it's not like it doesn't actually impact my day to day. Like it's not something I really think about because it's not something that is like likely to happen. Mm -hmm. right. um, I think that I think that adults has a lot of issues and it has a lot of regulation issues because it is very like nuanced. You know, you're 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 signing a contract to get paid to have sex on camera with a person, and it's it's not a date. It's not like an, an afternoon that you're just like there to enjoy yourself. Like, and I think there's a whole lot of like stuff that could happen to make the adult industry a little bit like better. Um, but no matter what, it's, it's going to be a complex situation and you really need to have your head on straight before you get into it. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I don't see it going anywhere. Um, I think it's, it's changed a lot during this whole COVID thing. A lot of performers are making their own content, which is where I started. So it, it hasn't changed a lot for me. 
Um, but a lot of people have, have realized that you can make a whole lot of money by just being at home and filming your own stuff. Yeah. Um, so even if like California's regulations on the adult industry are pretty, uh, pretty strict and pretty rough, it makes it hard to work, uh, for a lot of people, but Vegas is fine and people can make their own content and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's, I don't really care what people think about what I do because the whole reason that I get paid what I get paid, um, which is still less than what people got paid in the beginning, um, a whole lot less. But I, I only get paid what I get paid because there's a stigma. If there wasn't a stigma, everyone would do it. Yeah. So I don't care about the stigma. I don't care about the hate mail. I don't care about like people not liking what I do. It's like, okay, sweetie, that's cute. Bye. <laughs> it's like getting yelled at by a person at the gas station while I'm getting gas. Like if I'm in a, a rougher area or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you're a bitch. I'm like, have a good day. <laughs> Did you ever find yourself getting attacked on social media? Sure. I just got attacked for my car today, which was really funny. Somebody was making fun of the type of car that I have. And I was like, that's cute. I don't give a fuck. Like, it's just not, it rolls right off. People suck. <laughs> people suck. It's like, and, you know, people get, you know, I would say the, the four of us are probably somewhat normal, you know, and something pisses yeah. us off. And the first thing you could do is just go out there and air your grievances. But then you sit there because we're, we're, you know, pretty normal. We go, why bother? Why are we going to put something out there? Because then it's just, it's like a effect, right? But there's some people there's that... There's so much more you can do with your time yes. than respond to hateful people. Exactly. Like, it's like, why would you... Life is short. Why would you waste a second of it talking to people that you don't give a fuck about? Yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. Like you, could, you could get hit by a truck tomorrow and I wouldn't notice. So, like, why do I give a fuck what you think? <laughs> like... It's opinions are your, like assholes. Your thoughts don't impact my life. That's right. So I don't care. Opinions are like assholes. No. <laughs> everyone has them and they stink. And that's the way it is. And it's like, you know, sure. you're not going to make everyone happy. And, I, you know, yeah. I learned that. Right I don't expect I don't expect anyone to accept me or to sign off on my lifestyle or anything yeah. like that. I've never had like a normal lifestyle anyway. So it's just not it's just like whatever. Like what? I don't. Am I supposed to give a shit? Right? Like, who even are you? Even, I don't know you. Even like, Tom. Have you ever had disagreements with like fellow adult film stars though? Like, because sure. that's before happened where like they'll be attacking each other on Twitter. That's happened to you before? Not a whole lot. Like I said, I, I there was a cam girl that I met when I very first started that like she had a crush on the guy I was dating, so she tried to dox me and like put out my personal information. But like that's the worst one that I've had. Other than that, again, it just doesn't really matter because yeah. even if you don't get along with other performers, it doesn't really impact your work. Like it's. Yeah. People have clashing personalities. People have their own issues. People have like interpersonal stuff like, oh, well, I was dating that guy and you're friends with him, so I can't be friends with you anymore. And like stuff like that. It's very middle school. And petty. it doesn't actually matter. No, it's it's very much the same thing. It's like, that's cute, sweetie. I really don't care. I guess we're not going to work together, but there's <laughs> 3000 other bitches waiting. So there you go. Like, <laughs> when we live like in a when we it's a very in... independent industry where yeah. you don't actually have to be friends with everybody or anything. Like, it's like, there's plenty of people to work with. There's plenty of companies. If you don't like somebody, you don't ever even have to see them. So it doesn't. doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not like you're working in an office and you have to see like Susan at her desk every day and you hate her. Like, cause she steals <laughs> your lunch or something. Like, it's like, oh, like you're kind of a bitch. Okay. Well, I guess you're on my no list and we just won't work together. 
So I feel like with Adam, I gotta see him every morning. I gotta walk right by his desk every morning. I know. <laughs> you love it. Shut up. <laughs> we you know, got that office romance going. You know, you live in a fucked up world when there's people that hate Tom Hanks. And how can you hate Tom Hanks? But there's haters. There's Tom right? Hanks haters out there. So if 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 there's That's someone true. out there that hates Tom Hanks, you're never gonna make everyone happy. So you just gotta sit there. Right. You gotta wake up in the morning. And the way I look at life is, if I can make 75 percent of the people that I encounter happy, it's a good day. I mean, so if you if you're talking to four people, if you can make three of them entertained and you only piss off one, that's a good day, right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's a win. I'm very much a. I'm gonna be nice. I don't care how you're gonna be. I'm gonna be nice. Yeah. And you can take it or leave it. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna smile at people on the street. I'm gonna talk to strangers. Like I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be me. And if you don't like it, that's fine. Keep walking. Like that's a great perspective. Yeah. So Alex, so I don't need anyone's approval. We we are uh, approaching the end of the show. So at this point, we want anything you want to plug, all your websites. How how do people find you? How do people go and learn more about Alex Cole if they want to? I mean, Google's great. Um, <laughs> it's A L E X C O A L. Um, but I also put all my links in, um, one easy to find spot. So it's allmylinks.com slash A L E X X X C O A L. And you'll find everything I do there. So you don't have to like run around and try to find all my shit. It's just in a list. So I recommend that to anybody who has multiple sites that they want to direct people to it's allmylinks.com and it's super easy. Uh, your fans can tip you through there. And I think it's like a 15 or 20% payout. Oh, sweet. Uh, or a 15 or 20% charge, Charged, and then yeah. the rest is the payout. So you're making like 80%, 85% on um, tips and stuff. Damn. And then you have all your like social media and all your links right there. So if I have a new video out, I'll put a link to it right there. Yep. It, it works really well. Allmylinks.com. There you go. Yeah. Check it out. Ryan, what do you, <laughs> what do you plug in these days other than the packy? Anything? You get any adventures going on? Oh, uh, nothing. Like I, you know, recommend everybody, you know, going over to my YouTube check channel and uh, checking out the interview and stuff. Everything I recently did uh, with uh, the girl who is accusing Talib Kweli of sexual assault. I have uh, another interview coming up in a number of days with uh, another girl that he sexually assaulted. So check out that. Damn. All right, Adam the Mallet, what you get going on, big well, guy? You can uh, check out my YouTube channel, uh, my movie channel, The Whirlwind Potato on YouTube. And um, I'm on a bit of a hiatus right now, but uh, just trying to get through the summer and relax and whatever. But I'm probably going to be hitting that and the packy really hard with yeah. articles and videos at the end of probably, I'm aiming for end of uh, August. So probably end of August, things are really going to go supernova. Sounds good. Packy.com, the ID84 show on iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, Spotify, listen so everywhere you can. Alex, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We really appreciate it. It was great talking to you. Nice to meet you, Alex. We had a great thank time. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hopefully I'll have you on again sometime. Yeah. I'd love that. Y'all have a great day. Stay safe. Uh, stay safe out in Vegas and everyone out there on Facebook uh-huh. land on iTunes. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.